Hey, hey, BG here. All right, let's go ahead and go for it. This is episode three of Know Your District. So I'm doing a local district series explaining the current candidates for the local San Antonio 118th and 119th districts. That's what the series was for. This particular episode, check it out, it's uh, the 118th district of, of Bear County, so you can look that up online. We put the links in a previous video. There's also a link I will provide here for our, our, our candidate that's going to be joining us. So we're going to be speaking to Adam Sawyers, um, Adam spelled normal, A-D-A-M-S-A-L-Y-E-R-S. On Facebook, you can find him, and he's also going to be available um, through the Republican Party, um, the Texas Republican Party website as well. You can find him running for the 118th district. Now, what we did, just just as we did with the previous episodes, I sat down with the candidate. We spoke for about 35, 40 minutes, just to really hear where. Are you guys coming from? What's your plan? What's your platform? Where are we going? What are we doing? You know, all the just the basics, the basics of what I know a lot of people would ask. And it's funny because we asked the president this stuff and a lot of it is local. And to hear from these local candidates on what their platform is, what their beliefs are, you're going to learn a lot about beliefs here. That's what's beautiful. And I really did enjoy speaking to Mr. Sawyers. And to be honest with you, we had, um, you know, we've been talking, and, and, you know, in the terms of doing a debate, possibly we might be able to get that happening. So I'm really excited about that. You know, let's uh, let's let's move forward. Maybe we can do something before Joe Rogan does it. <laughs> we got some cool ideas. Awesome plans are in the works. I would love for you guys to check this man out. I mean, as a candidate running for office, you wouldn't expect it hearing from him. Um, to hear what he's passionate about, to hear what his goals are. And again, this is going to be someone that might write your laws, okay? Like, it, it, And that's another thing I wanted to focus on, you know, for, for this whole series is I'm talking to people who will make laws for you. They will tell us what to do soon, okay? And to hear compassion from people who do that oh my god it's refreshing it actually is refreshing so <clears throat> again i enjoyed our time i enjoyed it um it's a great interview check it out it's about it's quick 35 minutes of your time i really want to get this one out because this is going to be my last episode so this is a three-part series we may continue the parts in this series as far as congressional candidates because november's coming soon you know we're already almost halfway through september you know, it's the 14th, so we don't have a lot of time. And I, I I love that we were able to get these interviews. So check this out. Enjoy it. You know, try to grasp what he's given to you. And, yeah, um, check it out. Now I'm going to grab my phone, turn it off. So just give me a second. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, New Ring on the Brain podcast. I'm BG here, and guess what? Um, 
number three, episode number three. This is great. Um, we have our representative Adam Sawyer out of District 118, House of Representatives for Texas. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Name's Adam Sawyer. I'm running for state representative for District 118. Great, great. All right. Good, good. So, um, kind of like I've, I've kind of started with everyone. What, how do you, what, what made you get into politics? Like, like, I mean, is it, that's, you know, was it, what, what's the, what's the story? What, where did we start? Well, you know, first and foremost, I've actually taken a different path than every other candidate. This wasn't my aspiration. I, pretty much, I'm not a poli polished politician. It wasn't my goal. <laughs> you know, my goal was one goal and that's to help. That was it. Bottom line. You know, I was 14 years military, uh, Injuries cut me short, and uh, I, I just I couldn't accept the fact that I'm going to sit down and do nothing. You know, I found myself confined in a wheelchair at the time, and I said, you know what, I got to keep pursuing, got to keep pushing. You know, I'm, I'm looking at 17 surgeries, okay? That pushed me into a realm of I got to keep persevering. I got to keep doing more. I got to keep going. Uh, I'm actually a good story from the VA, you know. Uh, yeah. Stories need to be heard. There's a mm -hmm. lot of mighty fine healthcare officials out there that's helping us. Mm -hmm. uh, with that said, I've been doing a lot to try to get back to where I was. And it seemed like every time I would rehab and get better and want to do more, obstacle would come in the way and I'd find myself right back where I started. So it was a continuous stride, but it gave me the pers perseverance and the struggle to actually move forward, but yet have that determination to, to, to be more. So, you know, the funny little story I'll tie into this, uh, I actually uh, found myself uh, getting a house and uh, within the confinements of the property itself, right behind me, there's a church, Randolph Church of Christ, and somebody had spray painted it. Man, I was infuriated. I said, wow. So I went up to the city and I asked him, I said, come on, what can we do about this? You know, these avid citizens are taking care of us and, you know, under the eyes of God, first and foremost, they're trying to take care of us all. So can we do something to help? And they didn't have anything in motion, nothing whatsoever. People had brought it up before, but nobody had done anything. And me, I was, you know, appalled. I said, wow, you know, a $20 bucket of paint could really help somebody tremendously. And with that said, we're helping God. <laughs> okay. Right, right. That's the whole point, trying to take care of others. So uh, when they told me they didn't have nothing, right then and there, I pursued a fact of I'm going for city council. Um, so I aspired to do more and this and that. So me being in politics, it kind of just fell in my lap. But when I saw the continuous, you know, uh, corruption and things here and there that kind of deterred from, you know, today's society, I said, mm, we got to do something to build this up more. We got to. Um, and if I can be a little advocate to kind of help and put things in the right directions, you know, the difference between me and every other candidate is I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to learn. I'm yearning to be that, that inspirational contact to push things in a different direction. You know, my whole life has been one goal, and that's to help to honestly help. I joined the army to help. Right. I, sitting down, I wanted to help. I had, wanted to help a church and looked into it, got to doing it. I've got four boys. That's four. And it seemed like every two years I had another kid show up at the door. I was like, what in the world? Right. <laughs> that was strategically planned by my wife, I promise you. <laughs> but that's the good. whole point was to do more. And I, I think that's what we need for every candidate out here. That's what we need. We gotta be willing to listen. We gotta be willing to do more. And I, I don't care if it's me 119, if it's independent, independent, if it's Democrat, if it's Republican, you gotta band together. These times in society has one purpose and that's to help each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. what we gotta have sites for. 
Right, definitely, definitely, and, and and thank you for your service, first of all. Um, and, and we can, we you know, you're you're we can, we can hear it in how you're explaining. It. I, I love that, you know, the from service from you know on the ground to for our country. You know, thank you, thank you for that. Um, so um, just like I asked um, every other candidate, I have to ask it. You know, we just got past the DNC thing. How how are you feeling about the presidential election? Like where 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 how how are you feeling there? Now, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm different because I like to investigate both sides. I like to understand uh, because in order to move forward, you have to understand not only from the past, but to build a better future. You have to learn more. So uh, I actually watched the DNC convention. I watched mm -hmm. it wholeheartedly from A to Z and I looked at it because mm -hmm. I was taken towards the fact of whatever you stand for, I want something. Something mm -hmm. resonates passionately with me because I, I know moving forward, if you do get the nod and you do get the actual chance to move forward, I want hope. I want a dream. I want something to push us in a direction moving forward. And, you know, I, I was a little disappointed by the fact that all it turned into was just, let's bash the president. I, want to, mm -hmm. I want to hear your desire. I want to hear what you're going to bring to the table for this nation. And not knowing and not feeling, I mean, yeah, sure, there was feelings here and there. And, you know, uh, um, Biden's wife did a very good speech, you know, things like that. But I want to hear personally what you as a candidate are going to help. Right. You know, me, in 118, first thing I do when I get out and I talk to people, I tell them all over and over again, okay, they'll ask me, what's your platform? What do you stand for? I'm going to tell you right now, buddy, this right here constitution and my bible so if you got any questions about what i stand for and what i provide as a candidate <laughs> two forms of reference right there <laughs> bear with me everywhere i go uh, so I, I can't have that i can't have that fallback that fail safe of i don't know what i'm doing or i have no that tells me that's that scripture and that's written proof of what this nation was founded on and we have forgot those very foundations that put us here today gotta wake up and we've got to go back to those foundations those pillars of what society has become a am i making myself clear no, I mean no i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> and, and, and i'm sure and i know there's a lot of people who are who definitely agree you know at the yeah. end of the day you know it's basic it's basic it's in a book we already have the book <laughs> you know, it's not hard it's not hard to do but no you're definitely right i do agree um so um you know now when you started getting into politics, you said you weren't a politician before. Um, what what was the path to that? Like how how did you how did you get started? Like was there a system well, like that? How I said, uh, like I said, when I when I you know was inspired to go to city council, talk to them, stuff like that. I was running around. And I just saw a little bit of neglect here and there, and I just saw misinformation. They we weren't letting people know more about what we could do as citizens. So next thing you know, I threw my hat in the ring. I actually won my city council race twice. Now, I take wholehearted pride in that because of the simple fact when I won my race, my very first race, it's funny, man. I'm telling you, Jonathan, you would have laughed because I'm knocking on doors right and left. I'm so passionate about it. And they're all like, well, good luck on your next election. Like, Wait a minute. I'm running right now. <laughs> so my first election, I actually won by two votes. Wow, that's the difference. Dead serious. That's the difference. That's real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, my wife had never voted before. Wow. Crazy. So that shows you the importance of every single vote. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. It was crucial. 
one vote could change the course of this nation in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And if you know that, look at Gore and, and Bush's race right. back in the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single voice counts. And that's the problem. We're not getting out there and making every voice count. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to resonate with their, with their passion and what they exhume as far as politics concerned. Right. But with the common goal of let's support this nation and help us collectively become one. Right, right, definitely. No, I definitely agree, and uh, and and that, that definitely um, brings up kind of what we're seeing now. You know, a lot of people are kind of concerned. You know, they're seeing the United States Postal Service going through some things, and yeah. you know, no one's really sure what's going on there. Um, how do you abo- avoid pitfalls being linked to the Republican Party? But we're having all these examples that may be misconstrued, that may even be data that may not be accurate. How do you avoid those pitfalls being with a party that has a, a certain reputation? Well, you know, uh, first of all, every time I do something, I always lead with something, and it's literally a prayer. I think the worst thing we've done as leaders is we took that prayer out of schools. You know, in, in 62, 63, when we decided to take the Ten Commandments out, we decided to take the Bible out. I mean, it set up a platform to what we're dealing with today. We don't have that foundation, that structure. Now, I church, I, I preached at the Church of God of Prophecy in Livingston, Louisiana. I'm ordained. I let the good Lord put me in a direction where I need to be. Now, uh, not to just preaching it right and left, but no matter what party you are, when I get to talking to people that are, you know, fanatic as far as when it comes to Democratic Party, I look at them and talk to them right and left. And even when we set up and we talk about our policies and align, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, traditional family values, I'm telling you, my district is 75% Hispanic, African-American. That's what my district votes with. Mm -hmm. Every time I talk to them, I don't care what they line up with. When I start talking policies, they almost fall in line with each other. You know, last time I checked, Catholics and Christians both agree abortion is wrong. They do. And I don't care what you are. We're talking about it. Look, we, we want the sanctity of saving lives. Right. And look in depth. You, you know, uh, Second Amendment. I served my country for 14 years, buddy. And I did that every day. And it made me wholeheartedly for the fact I have the right to carry my weapon to actually protect my family, the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. Stands for something. You know, last time I checked, this country was the land of the free, the home of the brave. And it was for it's on the money. It even says it on the money. Exactly. We've got to be brave enough to step up and speak for the people. You know, when I've gone out and about, I've literally went to 7,500 doors knocking on them, letting them know, God bless you. I'm here for you. Father, give me one more chance, one more voice. That's what I do every door when I put my flyer out. So everybody who has my flyer knows I personally prayed on it for them. I feel this country needs a movement as far as religion. We need religion to put us, there needs to be revival across this land somehow. And if we forget that very concept, our founding fathers came here on freedom of religion. That was our number one reasoning. We've forgotten that. We've forgotten it. We have evolved as a society in a better direction than I think what we've had generations ago. There is still beauty in this world. We've got to get it. We've got to search it. We've got to bring it back. And those are the stories we need to tell. I mean, I, I want those unsung heroes. 
You know, those, those people are going out there donating to families with their last dollar without any, any accolades, any nothing. You know, far too long we get the accolades on our, our shoulder. Oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm representative, I'm this and that. Are you getting out and talking to your citizens? Are you asking them what they need? Are you doing what you need to do? Not everybody's perfect. We all fall short of the glory, but our whole motive moving forward is, what can you provide today to make a better life for others? Not just yourself. I'm sorry, I'm getting all passionate. No, you're good. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Because that actually that covers exactly what I was going to ask next. Like, you know, Fantastic. what do we do for the current system? You know, how, how like, how do we? And I was going to ask. You know, of course, the violence going on around everywhere. You nailed it. You know, it is it is something where maybe we it's need to start true. looking back at that book. You know, one of those two books you're holding. And at night, you know, I definitely definitely hear that. I hear that. And if I may, I just want to applaud you, Jonathan. You know, a new wrinkle on the brain. I'm, honestly, this is a voice people need to hear. They need to hear. You're subjective and you bring others on. You're informing the citizens so they can make an educated, informed decision. Right. Take lightly of what you're doing, because what you're doing is you're changing the course of what people are doing. You are dictating election right now. I just I mean, I, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to take I'm, trying, I'm not trying to take that much power, you know? <laughs> but I'm but I mean but but I do want to at least give everyone information. You know, if there's anything I can do, information That's is power. Yeah. And, and I, I invite anybody, everybody. I don't care what you are, because common goals together. If we can accomplish together a united front, right. oh my goodness, the the beauty we can provide in this country is phenomenal. <laughs> got to unite. We can't have this knowledge of I'm this way, I'm that way. There is a divide. We need to bridge the gap and become one united force. I mean, does that make sense or am I trying to reinvent? I hear you. No, I hear you. I hear you. Definitely got you. Now, um, so with, you know, the Democratic Party, Republican Party, you know, we, we've, we've heard of, of Democrats in the past that were, you know, um, very, very close to the to the same ideas of what you're what you're saying now. What made you choose the Republican Party over the Democratic Party? Well, you know, first and foremost, it was instilled by my family. You know, um, my grandmother, you know, uh, Madge Lavelli, she actually helped out Reagan's administration. You know, whether it was just advice, giving her here and there. This, I mean, my my father actually went to Reagan's inaugural ball. Oh, so all right. I'm thrusted into the Republican Party now. I'm, I, I will say I'm a hard right, you know, but this has got to speak for something. <laughs> I can't be so far removed. I'm not going to sit down and listen to everybody because now we're going state and state level is a totally different realm. <laughs> I have 167,000 citizens that are registered. So I have to sit down and talk to them. And even then those numbers, I don't know if they're true numbers to begin with. You look at them and you got to see the scope of it. My district, I'm telling you, we're talking ethnic diversity at its best. Right. Latinos, you want Hispanics, you want Mexicans, you want uh, African American, you want Caucasian, you want Asian. It's got the scope of what Texas is about. Right. Everything from immigrants to hardworking citizens that've been here from day one. So you've got to look at it, and we've got to represent in the state level everybody. Everybody. And that means I have to be willing enough to sit down, talk with you, and get some advice. And collectively, if it's going to help this district grow, I have to be willing to open up my mind and say, let's talk. Right, right. Age of my confinement. Everybody has this cage of their brain. 
They always had their own thought process. This is my thought. And that's right. what's beautiful about what we're dealing with today. It is forcing us to open up our minds. Mm -hmm. It is crucial. When you go look at that ballot, no longer is it a straight ticket. You mm -hmm. have to go from A to Z, every single candidate. Right. Down to the bottom of the ballot, look at every single name. It's crucial to get the right people in. Mm -hmm. And the element that is very vital today is we are essentially going to be redistricting. So everybody always has this notion of, oh, I'm not in your district. You don't present, you don't represent me. Mm -hmm. but I promise you, Joseph, what happens is if I don't represent you today, tomorrow I very well could be. And that's what you got to be mindful. So you got to elect those officials you feel confident will speak up for you. So if I'm not in 119 today, because I represent 118, when we go up top, we're literally going to look at the boundaries and the scope. Because if you look at my district, it's gerrymandered as can be. I mean, there's a couple cities that half, half of the representation. That's not equal representation. That's half. Matter of fact, Universal City, for instance, the city I live in, <laughs> half of it's 118, half of it's 119. And that makes no sense. So we must be mindful on what we're doing. We have to. And, and, and like, like you said, it's a, it's a big map. You know, you're covering a, a large area, you know. Man, I'm telling you, it's from, and actually, I think your map is a little bit, I don't think that's a new one. Yeah, it's not. Because Von Army, St. Hedwig, you've got 117 right there. Um, if you come down, if you look up right where your map is, can you get the newest one up there? We'll pull it up. If you look where you got 118, 117, that's almost the whole thing. That's 87 miles from what you have here. Is, goes, a, new, is a new map um, on, on the state website? Yes. If you go to um, Von Army, Elmendorf, uh, uh, Somerset, uh, Floresville, uh, all throughout that region, come all the way back down. Uh, you're talking St. Hedwig. Um, now, actually, Floresville's on that cusp up top. Um, it's not really in that realm, but it, it, it's a huge district, I'm telling you, and it goes all the way down to, uh, let's see. I think it's already here. See if you can find it there. I'm looking at a new one. But pretty much, you're talking Somerset to uh, Universal City to Selma to... A um, little bit of shirts, a little bit of Cibolo. I mean, it is huge. And Texas is such a big state, you know. It's, it's, oh I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's almost like, how do you break it up fairly, right. you know? I, you know, I just, I, I'm passionate about this district when you see it. I mean, it's got everything from the missions to Randolph Air Force Base. And would you believe how many people I've met and I've talked to and they, they say, oh, well, mm, I don't know. We don't really have the bases. And I talk to them and I say, you do realize 118 represents all of Randolph Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. It's in there. Vice versa. I've been to Randolph Air Force Base and they don't know that the missions are encompassed in this district. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lack of leadership because we need to inform people what we have. I'm dead serious. We need to let people know this is what we represent. So how are we going to represent them? Does that make sense? No, I agree. And actually, let's see if I can send you the link too so you can have it. 
yeah, that's just a little bit off. If you uh, let's see, Texas. And if you go to house.texas.gov, and then at the very next link of it, you have a map and that'll encompass where it's at. You'll see that's exactly what it is. So housetexas.gov, and over there, go to Search 118. Sure. I want you to get the right map there. Um, let me give you exact. Type in Texas State Rep 118. Got it. Check on and go district map. District map, exactly where you need to go. And you will see that the map you had was a little bit off. See? And if you look up top there, okay, you got all of Selma, half of Universal City, all of Randolph Air Force Base. That comes down and around. You'll see a little bit of Garden Ridge in that region. You'll see uh, that is St. Hedwig. Yeah, because it's going all the way inside of 410 out here. South and of all the way out, all outside yep. of 1604. Yeah, like Elmendorf. Yeah, it's huge. You're talking 87 miles of just massive, massive view. So me going up top, my amount of success will be predicated on the fact of each and every one of these individuals have to let me know what we need. And I guarantee you, there's a lot of country folk out there. Uh, think about it, south side of San Antonio, we have Halliburton. Right, right, and, and I was just gonna mention there's a lot of new homeowners. Oh, because, that's, because, because, oh, of course. You know? Now, the crucial element is we got to think overall, how can we keep it efficient? Because, yeah, we're getting a lot of new homes, but did we allocate and actually anticipate how much water rights we're going to be stuck with? Right. Or is solar energy, is that going to even be an option? We don't have tax incentives for certain things. Now, we do have some. There's a 23% uh, incentive basis to get it, but there's no valuable asset to even get that stuff. So we have to find those means where there's sustainable energy or something in that realm. You know, uh, obviously when it comes to anything throughout, we're going to have to put a plan of attack together. It's right. more than just, I'm just gonna spitball it and throw off the top of my dome and figure out what I've got here. We need to strategically think about how we can do it. Mm -hmm. Businesses are going to need a bolster. They're going to need an avenue to build themselves up. Right. Especially in this time frame. Now. I propose instead of just throwing money at all day long, why not do these programs that allows and teaches how to manage and educate them on the purpose of their money? I mean, when's the last time you sat down with someone and gave them a three to five year plan, some right. type of business structure, some type of this is how you financially put your ease your burden, you know, proper ways right. to invest and stuff like that. We've never done that. Players aren't thinking of that. Some sure have to be devised to make those efforts work. I mean, I, I can give you fish all day long and you can get fat and full for that one meal, but in the I, I teach you how to fish, mm -hmm. you can for life. Am I right? Right. right. 
right. That's right. That's the kind of process we got to do. We've got to do things like that. We've <laughs> got to bolster, you know, our healthcare providers, our healthcare officials, whether it's <laughs> nurses, doctors, anybody else, nobody's collectively come to the personnel and said, Hey, look, we've got a lot of part-timers <laughs> who don't have medical, who don't have insurance, but yet they're still having to force themselves on the front lines and battle the elements. Right. With, we got to be mindful of those situations. Otherwise, we're going to be the same dilemma as we started with. Right, right. And actually, I have a twofold question to that, you know, kind of a follow up and a, and a continuation on that. You brought up funding. Uh, you know, we've heard a lot of things about defunding or funding police mm -hmm. officers. But, you know, I, I hear in the community where, where you know, how are we going to be funding or defunding hospitals? Because we don't we don't really have a lot of that in in either the south or the the northern area of of, of your district. Yeah. You know how how do, how do we feel about funding on those? Well, I'm going to tell you we have to get creative. We have to, and because of this this unsung monster we're dealing with right now, if we're not creative enough to actually attack it head on and spearhead an effort to keep our healthcare providers working, keep them efficient and keep them in the realms of possibilities of help and give us more. Um, you're gonna be in a huge drastic realm. Now, mind you, this is where us as leaders have to sit down to the table. We have to listen to our constituents. We have to understand where the money's coming from and where's it going. So that's where transparency is key. Now, to help a lot of these businesses, we've gotta be mindful of deregulation. Okay. Deregulation is probably the key to help a lot of these businesses grow. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay. Uh, you had it right back in the day, back in the 80s, when you said deregulation would help us kind of bolster. And then the economy actually benefited from it. But <laughs> moving forward, deregulation, it seems like there's so many city municipalities, so many local uh, entities that are putting so many ordinances, so many constraints on a business. You can't grow. You can't build yourself up. So we've got to scrub through those little specific details. Now that falls on a lot of our city officials, that falls on them. But us as state legislators have got to be mindful and help in those scenarios. Right. We can't be so afraid to get, to, to, honestly, to, to, to grease up and you know, get our elbows dirty. We have to, we have to go through it. I don't care if it's in the scope of what you're doing or not, you have to be mindful. You know, we got an education bond, $23 million this, last, this past legislation and our, throughout our district, this past bond, and it seems like so many school boards are under investigation. Mm -hmm. Well, because we gave them money and said, have a nice day, I did my job. No, you got to get out and do more. You got to figure it out. If we get this stuff provided right and left, I'm not just going to give you money. I'm going to show you how to spend it. This is what you should do. Uh, think about it. If it's a good avenue. You know, and all within the constraints of what the law provides us to do. You don't bend and twist, and that's where corruption starts to evolve itself in. And going back to the healthcare, um, with that manner, right and left, there is programs available. But I tell you what, defunding the police is probably the worst thing we can do. I mean, if anything, we need protection in our own backyards, for crying out loud. And if we're not smart enough, we're going to lose that right. I have a right to be protected. Right. As much as you have a right to speak up for the national airwaves right now. Right. You have got to notice where it's coming from and you got to be passionate for what you exhume forward. So as far as the healthcare providers, there's other organizations or other things we can look at other. There's other fashions we're spending. 
that's another problem. There's wasteful spending right and left. I mean, seriously, look at the 86 legislation, what we did across the board. Right. There's a lot. We didn't even scratch the surface of what we could have accomplished. Yeah. Little victories, little mild victories. We never got, this is what we want. Right. That's where we step up as leaders saying, let's get it done. Let's <laughs> stop predicating on the fact of a party affiliation here and there. Let's get right. good things accomplished. <laughs> And I'm sorry, this is just common sense 101. You're right. You're like right. Effort, you got to work. And I'm telling you, my counterparts, if I win, that's great. I invite them, come talk to me. Let me know what you feel this district needs. Right. Vice versa. I guarantee you, if I don't win, then guess what? I'm going to call them and say, this is what I feel the district should probably need. How can right. I help you? Exactly. And we, we should end out. That's good. That's it. Quit being afraid. Work together to accomplish better things. Right. Right. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. And um, kind of in, you know, kind of last couple questions here, um, you know, with, with everything going on around the world, you know, obviously, you know, there's this virus going on, but we still going to go back to school. How do we feel about changing in some way from a state perspective, what that's going to look like going forward? Do you have any 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 power there? Is there is there is there a group that would be able to make a change as far as how we return to school safely? Well, uh, I think we're on track to accomplishing some of that. Um, obviously, we're all at home, we're online, we're this and that. So we still have to be mindful of how we're educating. We still have to be mindful of what it is. So I think moving forward, taking a safe health wise. The best way to do that is, one, you have to talk to your, your, your scientific approach to this. You do have to talk to your doctors. You do have to talk to your scientists. You do have to figure out what means is safe and, and, and kind of puts us in that direction. You have to. Um, so we have to be mindful of the safe way to do it and then implement a plan. Now, when I say implement a plan, we've already started what we're doing, but we got to take everything into account. Right instance with the school when you get down and you, you kids are together that's honestly the camaraderie and the morale and the buildup it is essential to the growth of the child right. so they need that type of interaction they really do and if we're just going to throw them online all day long you're not building up the the stimulus for your own mind mm -hmm. uh, and i know for a fact me having four boys and let's say four boys 15 13 11 9 right. yeah years and those are social those are social that's a social age for sure exactly and my wife she's actually going to college there you go yep, mm -hmm. yep. she went back she's going for interior design at incarnate word mm -hmm. and it, it, bless her heart because me campaigning and her doing that it's almost like she's going to school five times poor thing right, right. <laughs> but moving forward putting a plan of attack together but we got to put it together with the personnel who knows we can do it right in other words mm -hmm. i to sit here and try to create up six different ideals for you because it's not it's not it's not feasible i've got to talk to the personnel who's in charge the personnel who's figuring it out when i say in charge we got to talk to our president we got to talk to our governor our city officials and we've got to get a collective goal we've got to talk to everybody and we've got to push it in the direction of everybody get back to somehow you know just like work we got to get back to work school got to get back to school and th that's the catch the conundrum that's the the catch 22 how can we get back 
to all normalcy in a right. safe way, a safe way. Now, right. right now we've implemented some things and we've proven it's helping, but by far, we just got to figure out a way to do it better. So right. you ask your healthcare providers, you got to ask your scientists, everybody involved, and you collectively come and put a plan of attack together. Does that make sense? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm okay. with you. And, and, and I, I see that that's kind of, you know, it's been, it's been kind of mimicked as far as, you know, from the national stage, I can, you know, kind of see it, but you know, I, I'm, I'm on the ground and my wife is, is, a, is a school nurse. So right. I hear all of what's going on and, and I hear all of the fear as well, you know, from just from a healthcare right. perspective, you know, so, so I, I definitely wanted to ask that given the current. Well, I, I, time, I think you know? a way you can implement it is first what you're doing right now. You're talking right. collective group, this and that. This is essentially our trial run, just talking, getting things going. Then we have to formulate a plan of attack. Well, the plan of attack is this. We've seen a lot of things transpire and happen. It's not the first time we've dealt with something in the realms of a pandemic. You know, I mean, think about it, the Spanish flu, and it goes across the board. You can look at everything, the scope of things, Ebola, you know. This is not the first time we've dealt with this. It's the first time it's hit us this hard on our land. We know that. But we're going to have to be strategic and smart on whatever plan of attack we're going to take. So we have to learn from those experiences, and we have to take those negative downfalls and push ourselves into a better opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with your wife, for instance, uh, first thing you've got to ask her is, okay, you're dealing with it at the schools. How are you personally affected by it? What do you feel is the safest way of doing it? And then get her advice and then collectively, I mean, essentially do a poll of everybody who's involved with this and say, okay, common ground is this is where we can do this. So that's the plan of attack. Common means this is how we can do it. Right. You know, it's just bottom line. To learn, to have a better future, you must learn from your past. You have. That's why I find it a travesty. We're tearing statues down. We're mad at the, the, the world over this and that. Don't tear down the foundation of our history, of what put us here. Well, if anything, let's learn from that, right. more experience, become better as a society, and use that as a staple to grow into a better future. Be better. Yep, that's right. No, we say it, we say it here. We say it here on the podcast. Be better. So, yeah, we definitely, definitely agree on that. Um, this has been great. I mean, I really do, um, I really do think this is good because – like you said, it opens up that dialogue, and I hope, yeah. I hope, um, you know, you, the listener at home, I hope you guys are getting open about it. Talk amongst yourselves, you know, make mm -hmm. make a make a house agreement, and maybe you can use that agreement at, at your yeah. home and give that out to others. I think that that would be a, a good way to start. But um, yeah, I didn't want to take it, um too much of your time. I do appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for 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 doing this. Thank you. Well, you know, one thing I will say about you and, and your whole crew that you got going on, it, it's a huge blessing. And, and the fact that here it was uh, one o'clock in the morning, we're texting each other back and forth. That's a testament to how much you care about this country. I, I'm dead serious. Uh, and that, that speaks a lot to me. The fact that you're willing enough, you pick up a phone and you're like, hey, let's talk. Right. You know? And that, that is crucial. That's crucial for anybody. You letting the people know and let them make an informed decision on their own. Right. Not the narrative of what they're trying to throw out right and left, whether right. it's, you know, uh, CNN or Fox News or MSNBC. Right. You're not letting other people dictate what you thought. You're making an informed decision for yourself. 
that's that that's the brain guys <laughs> that's the brain so get that's that a wrinkle on the brain that's, that's right that's yes, sir perfect that's right um but yeah like i said thank you for your time thank you so much for being on this um great words and um we'll post this on soon and let me go ahead and cut out here i do appreciate it um we're gonna go ahead and get out if I may say one more thing. Last words, yeah, last words. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, my name's Adam Salyer. I'm running for state representative, District 118. We can use volunteers, donations, anything you possibly can. Awesome. This, this whole campaign is predicated on y'all. So right. if you want to win this district through me, let's do it. Uh, you can go to adamsalyerforstaterep.com. Uh, my personal phone number. Yes, I'm breaking the rules. My personal phone number is 210-685-9110. Feel free to call me, contact me, and regardless of an outcome, you call me. Let's get some stuff done for this district. So God bless you, Joseph. Wrinkle a little on brain. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Um, and any social media, um, how do they get you on Facebook? Or do we have um, any other social media? On Facebook, you go to Adam Salyer for state rep. Um, I've got a Twitter. Um, I've got a... Um, Instagram. Uh, oh man, I got all kinds of stuff, social media. So <laughs> it's, it's all just under your first and last name. Yeah. Just look up my name, Adam Salyer. Um, and like I said, feel free to get in touch with me. If you got any questions, you want to volunteer, you want to help. Um, most of all, I'll pray with you. I'll sit down with you. I'll talk with you. Now I'd like to say a prayer for you right quick and then we can call it. How's go that? Ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go, different. go, ahead, go ahead. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for, for a wrinkle on the brain, Father. And as they're going forward and they're doing so many good things right now, Father, they're just, it's pressed upon my heart to allow this lovely gentleman to know that legions of angels are pushing him in a direction. I just thank you so much for allowing him to be a like-minded individual and push this country in a direction that you feel is right. Uh, this gentleman's standing on, on, on faith alone, and he's pushing things in a direction that uh, others can be informed. You know, information is key. Many people say that the pen is mightier than the sword information is mightier than all. So Father, I ask that you give him the mindful wisdom and the education and push people in a better direction. And I just thank you so much for the scope of all of our candidates, whoever it may be, whether it's Republican, Democrat, Independent, Tea Party, and it doesn't matter, just whatever they want it to be. Father, I just ask that you guide them and lead them in a, a position that the country can put in a better direction. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Appreciate it. Yes, that feels good. That, ah, it's a good way. That's a good feeling. Wow. I hope everyone else feels that. Thank you. Um, I think I think we're good. I, I Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, God bless you, man. And and anytime you got my number, you feel free to call me. Anytime. Right. I mean, even just sit down, break bread. Let's let's have a cup of coffee. Whatever. All right. uh, you just calling me like you did. You, you gained a good friend in my book. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Hey, you see, we got the drums in the back. We can make music too. So there you That's go. It. I'm <laughs> <telling>. <laughs> awesome. I do appreciate it. Thank you for your time. And I'm going to go ahead and cut out here.